Welcome to A No Place to Hide, a men's mental health podcast. Over the coming weeks and episodes, I'll be talking to guests from different industries and different backgrounds, all willing to share their story and their experiences. Alongside this, I'll be talking about my own experiences and my own stories, covering a wide range of topics. Sometimes this will be hard-hitting, brutally honest, and even sometimes shocking. Subjects that we will be covering and talking about are of a sensitive nature like suicide, self-harm, addiction and sometimes people that have been in very dark places but all of this is in the aim of breaking that stigma of men not talking or men not seeking help so welcome to a no place to hide come and take a seat and listen along the journey on men's mental health with the aim of breaking that stigma together So welcome to episode three. Uh, This one's all going to be about mindset. So whether that's the negative mindset or the positive mindset, uh, just a few little things that I've picked up along the way, a few little sayings that have stuck with me um, uh, and other little uh, stories and stats as we go along. Um, But first off, I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody that's listened, everybody that's given me feedback, that's, that's reached out to me. The experience so far, and we're on two episodes in, has been incredibly humbling. Um, there's there's people that have reached out to me and messaged me privately uh, and in confidence that I would have never have realised that um, that that was suffering or had suffered. Um, kind of like my own story, you just mask it so well. Uh, but if anybody out there is listening and they are struggling, feel free to reach out to me because you know I will talk to anybody and try my best to help anybody. Or I'm not I'm no clinician, not not by any. Uh, stretch it imagination but I would always help anybody that, that reaches out or at least support them or talk to them and listen so if, if you are listening to this feel free to reach out um, but yeah we've um, we've reached uh, across the world literally uh, we've had listeners in Canada America Australia uh, New Zealand France it, it's it's incredible how far it's reached and I never expected that um, I set out with the goal that if I could help one man, just one man, um, open up, learn to talk, realise he's not on his own, try and break that stigma, then I would have achieved everything that I set out to achieve. So the fact that it's reached over a thousand listeners in, in various different countries all over the world is just, it's mind-blowing. And like I said, the experience has been incredibly humbling. So I just want to thank each and every single one of you that sat there listening to this Um and and keep listening hopefully and, and we will keep putting the podcast out there while people want to listen um so episode three uh mindset so it's incredibly important that you get the right mindset because if if you have the wrong mindset it can be incredibly destructive it, it can lead you down that rabbit hole um so if you've got the right mindset that's one of the tools that will help you to, to get yourself back to where you were or be the person that you you know that you are and where you belong so the mindset it's not the be all and end all of getting out of depression 
and also you, you know if you've got a negative mindset it's not the be all and end all of that's all your depression is there's a lot of other things that come along with it but it is a, a big part of it and it, it's an incredible tool if you can start changing your mindset into a positive one but you know in, in the depths of my depression um, and even sometimes now my biggest enemy uh, is my mind and it's a fucking bad neighborhood if I'm left in there on my own and I know that which is why one of my tendencies is, is to keep myself busy but then that comes along with being burned out and, and, and other things as well but whenever I'm keeping myself busy I'm keeping out of my own mind yes I, I do have some downtime I do have some alone time and everybody needs that but you've got to be in a strong enough position mindset wise and and within yourself that if you are left to your own devices as such that you've got the tools and the capability to actually switch off and have that downtime you know there was points where if i was left alone when i was like in the depths of it or if i was left alone i would get myself into such a tangle and such a mess you know i would be crying i would be just like pacing i wouldn't settle i couldn't enjoy anything that i used to enjoy um you know i felt empty felt hopeless you know and that's the negative mindset and you know i, I can guarantee there's a lot of people listening to this in fact probably every person on this planet at some point will hit that wall doesn't matter what it is where it is or what's caused it but you will always hit that wall at some point in your life some people have the the strongest mindset and they can deal with that, they can get over that. Some people can't, they hit that wall, and, and that's where a lot of issues start to creep in. Depression comes in, anxiety comes in. And and if you haven't got the tools to deal with that, it can be an incredibly frightening, scary place. As I say, my brain, my head, if left to its own devices, is a fucking bad neighbourhood to be on its own. You know, so... The symptoms of that, it, it, oh, I say symptoms, it's like feelings of sadness, like incredible sadness for no reason whatsoever, Ab nothing. It might be there been no trigger, you literally could be sat there eating a Sunday dinner and all of a sudden you get this wave of sadness, like overwhelming sadness, you know, and then that'll lead to like despair and, and you know, hopelessness and emptiness and it, it it's looking back it feels like god that was irrational why did i ever feel like that but at the time it absolutely immerses you and it, it engulfs you and like i say if you've got that kind of mindset it is incredibly destructive um but you know it, the things that used to bring you joy and happiness it no longer did so you know i, I couldn't even do the simple things like even to start to look after myself you know getting up washing brushing my teeth cleaning you know whatever i stopped doing it all and that's no you know it's not because i was being lazy or anything I just didn't have the mental capacity to even you know look after myself and do everyday tasks i'm not saying that i turned to drugs or alcohol or anything like that but i, I didn't but just the simple task of even getting out of bed and making my bed in the morning i didn't do and that's the, the part of having that negative mindset and that depression when it creeps in and it soaks into your brain it is so far embedded into your dna that you know let's not beat around the fucking bush there is no cure for depression 
don't give a shit what anybody says. Depression cannot be fucking cured, right? So stop fucking looking for that cure because there isn't one. So if you sat there and you're feeling that way out, as I did, and I was searching for that cure thinking something will get me over this, something will make me better. Yes, it will. But depression will always sit in the back of your fucking mind. And if you don't find a way of dealing with it correctly, getting those tools, getting that mindset, then it will creep back up on you. You know, there's the old saying, the old black dog. And I still have them days, don't get me wrong. And and no matter how well you've got past that, you will always have those days or those moments. But the thing is, is once you learn yourself, nobody else, you've got to learn about yourself. You've got to learn about your mind. You've got to, you've got to try and fix yourself, right? Antidepressants, yeah, they can help. Personally, I think they're, they're probably not a good idea, you know, but some people, they are a lifeline and, and, you know, that's nothing wrong with that. There's no right way or wrong way to deal with it. But my personal experience, um, I did try them and whilst they made me feel better for a short period of time, it left me feeling incredibly numb and shut off. And then as soon as I come off them, uh, it brought a whole realm of other things that came crashing down so i was no better off in fact i was I was actually worse afterwards so that's my personal experience you know the next person if you're sat listening to this they might have the total opposite effect it might give you that break where you can actually get on top of your mindset and break everything down it might give you that headspace to be able to do that so don't write off medication don't write off anything you need to be as open-minded to the different uh, ways of, of getting that under control and you will do you will get it under control you know it might not be today might not be tomorrow might not be next month but as long as you've got the right mindset you will get it under control and then it's you've got that tools in your cabinet then in your locker in future that when you have them moments or you have those days and you know how to deal with it so stop fucking looking for a cure because depression cannot be cured it can be managed and you can cope with it but it can't be fucking cured now, I did a little bit more research into uh, some stats and some facts, and there was a couple that came up that, that shocked me again, and and I don't know where we're going to stop with this, but it, it's it something's got to change. Something has got to fucking change, and it's it's got to start today. Um, the biggest cause of death in men under fifty is suicide. So think about all the things that you see on the news, uh, everyday things, how full the hospitals are with, yeah? None of that is in comprehension when you look at the causes of death in men under 50, okay? An even bigger one that shocked me even more was men between 20 and 44 years of age, all right? Suicide makes up 13.4% of all male deaths between 20 and 44, Okay. Compare that to heart disease for the same age group, which is 9.4%. Compare that to cancer deaths and men between 20 and 44. Cancer deaths only make up 6.6%. How the fuck in this modern day and age and, and how we are with medicine and everything else can suicides make up 13.4% of all male deaths between 20 and 44 and cancer is 6.6, right? 
You only got to turn your telly on for five fucking minutes and you'll see an advert for cancer, one in two people. And Everybody knows somebody that suffered. I've lost a close friend quite recently and his wife, actually. Um, both of them to fucking cancer, okay? And, and suicide dwarfs deaths by cancer and heart disease. It's just, it's immeasurable that, that, why has nothing been fucking done about it? It's just, it's frightening. The stats are frightening. And it's about time somebody in power or wherever it fucking be actually sits down and, and, you know, gets something in place and really starts the fucking getting the wheels in motion because the stat, they're just getting worse and worse year on year on year. It rises. So if you go on the dot web, uh, .gov website and you look, at the stats for it all, it, it's the curves going the wrong fucking way, and it's getting worse and worse. I know we had the COVID and the lockdowns, and that had a massive impact. That that'll be on another episode when we look into that. Um, but it's just frightening. It is frightening, and we need to start doing something. Every man's got a responsibility, and every woman's got a responsibility on this planet to look out for each other. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't. And we need to start fucking doing it because it's just not acceptable. It is not fucking acceptable. You've only got to look at, like, somebody with high-functioning depression, okay? That is scary as fuck because nobody knows that you're not okay. Even if you say, I don't know, you say you have a conversation with somebody, they don't know. They don't realise the severity because you don't seem like the type of person that's falling in at the fucking deep end. But then that has a negative impact on you because it fucking spirals. Because then you think, well, you know, they're not listening or they're not taking me fucking seriously. Or, or nobody fucking cares. I've tried opening up and then this is what I've got. Well, that's not the fucking case. It's because you've put that much of a good front on and society sees men in a, a particular light that they just think, well, he's having a shit day. He'll be all right. Don't worry about it. And then they brush it off, you know? Look at the construction industry. So my background is an electrician. Been an electrician since I, um, I left school. So in the construction industry last year alone, 700 men committed suicide in the construction last year. 700 men in construction alone. Okay, you think about how many different careers and everything else there is. All right. For me, that's 700 men too many. Give a shit what anybody said. 700 men. All right. Just let that sink in. You think how many people are on an aeroplane when you go abroad, okay? That's three full aeroplanes full of men that died last year in construction to suicide. That's not including men that have died through accidents at work. That's purely suicide, right? The thing that gets me about construction is, as men, and I know there's women in construction as well, I understand that, but as men, we're never assessed we're never checked, we're never spoken to, we're never, you know, not, nothing else of that. Every tool that you use, my drills, you know, my all my power tools, testers and everything else, they're health checked every week, they're ticked off. But the person operating it doesn't fucking matter. How is that ever right? Yeah, how is that just, it's just not, should never be possible for that to happen. Why in construction or... Not just in construction, but anyway. Why are companies, why have why have the government not got something in place that to make it a fucking law 
that every person has a mental health check or a health check or anything, even if it's once a year or once every six months, where they sit down to speak to. Them. I know there is some companies out there that, that, that does that. You know, I've been there's a couple of companies that have reached out to me to use my podcast as part of their mental health week. Um, uh, like going back to what I said at the beginning, that it's been quite a humbling experience. I've been asked to go and do a um, talk to a group of men at a uh, a college, and and that's that's me doing that off my own back. You've got these multi billion pound companies that it would cost pennies, if and if if not anything, to have a ten minute conversation with an employee to say, "Is everything all right? Is anything we can help you with? Is everything okay at home? Are you struggling with anything?" You know, but make sure that that employee then knows that right it's a safe place for me to open up, it's not going to impact my work or anybody views me or anything else like that. We can eradicate a big percentage by doing that in the workplace. You spend more hours in your workplace than you do at home or with your family or anything else. So why would that not be a safe place for you to open up and speak? I think that needs to be addressed as well. Not just, you know, big companies, small companies everywhere. Just look after your employees and your employees' mental health. It's massively important. Like I say, going back, 700 fucking men died of suicide in construction last year. That is fucking too much. Too fucking much. The provider on construction sites, that needs to fucking stop. Yeah, have some fucking banter, have a giggle, whatever else. Guys, if any of you listening and you work in fucking construction, all right, look after your workmates. Because it's one of the biggest like places I've ever worked or been where fucking men are men and you don't fucking talk about this or you know they're always trying to get one offer on each other and jostling and joking and that. Yeah, it's a good atmosphere. But also look after each other. You know, you, you would never let your work colleague hang off at the side of a fucking 12-storey building without an harness on and, and, and just hang off by one hand while he drills something, would you? So why the fuck would you let your work colleague suffer mental health? Why would you not try and help them? It's the same fucking thing. Same fucking thing. You know, so we need to correct that and we need to correct that mindset. You know, no one's born strong or courageous or wise. Okay, so if you are going through any issues, all right, to gain strength, you're going to have to experience difficulties that will make you strong. You're going to learn by it. So if you try and think about this in a different light, if you're having a, a bad day or you're having a really bad time or, you know, you are suffering, that mental strength and going back to, like I say, the positive mindset now, we know we've, we've spoke about the negative mindset and negative mindset of other people. Try and get that positive mindset, okay? So your experiences and what you're going through, use them to learn. You know, like, if you want to gain wisdom, you, you've got to have problems to solve. Without solving problems, you're not going to gain that wisdom. Same with courage. If you want to gain courage, you're going to have to overcome dangers. You're not instantly going to be born with all this and and have it given to you on a plate. It doesn't happen like that. So what I'm saying is, if you've got the wrong mindset, you're never ever going to learn these lessons. If you've got the right mindset, you're going to take these experiences, you're going to learn from them. The only person that can change that mindset is you. That's you with listening to this right now. You're the only person that can change your mindset. People can help you or advise you or, you know, steer you in the right direction. But none of that matters. You know, there's a saying in there, how would you help somebody who is lost? 
You know, if they're not willing to not be lost, you can't help them. And that's same with you guys with your mindset. Okay, if if you've got the wrong mindset and you don't want to be helped, so I, I had periods where I I was screaming for help, but I wasn't willing to help myself. People could have helped me till they were blue in the face, and it would never have changed a single fucking thing. All right, it was only when I realised I needed to help myself, and people could help me, but I could couldn't they couldn't help me without me having that right mindset. And if you've not got your head in the right fucking place. It's never going to happen. You're never, ever going to start overcoming all these problems. But don't ever be scared of failure. It's how we fucking learn. And as long as every time you fail, you learn something by it and take it as a positive, you're making a step in the right direction. Yeah? But don't don't be scared of failure. We all fail in life at some point and at some things. But it's how we learn by those failures that makes us stronger people. Don't look too far in the future neither for, for goals. So let's say, you know, have you ever heard this? Oh, write your goals down. Fuck it, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. If you've got to sit down and write your goals out, you've already fucking failed before you start. And I'll tell you exactly why. Because if you've got to look back on a piece of fucking paper or what your goals are and what you wanted to achieve, you didn't fucking ever want them enough in the first place. You've got to set those goals and be 100% committed to them. All right, so... Don't think too far ahead. Don't think of goals that are impossible to reach. You know, in in when I was really, really bad and suffering really bad, I set myself, when, when I started on like, recovering, I set myself little goals. I get up, make my bed. That's my first goal. I've achieved something. I've achieved the first thing that day. That's what they do in the army. That's why they teach you to make your bed first thing in the morning because you've already accomplished your first task, Okay. And that's that's what I'm saying about make it achievable fucking goals. So make sure that, you know, you're not... Don't be saying, oh, 10 years' time, I want to have a 500 grand house. Fucking stupid. Because you're setting yourself up to fail. And it's it's a nigh-on impossible task. So make sure that they're achievable. I mean, if you don't believe in yourself, how can you expect other people to believe in you? You've got to have self-belief. You've got to drag yourself up. And you've got to get yourself off of that sofa. You've got to get yourself out of that bed. You've got to go and get what you want. There's only you that can do it. I know some of this might sound harsh or even cold-hearted, but getting the right mindset is a fucking battle. right? But it's a battle that you can win. And I know you can win it because I've fucking won that battle myself. I I was hell-bent on going and hanging myself. Hell-fucking-bent on it. And now I've come out the other side, I can see, I can feel that my mindset's in the right place. And it's taken a long time, and it's been a hard battle, and it's a constant battle. Okay? But if you don't fail, you're not even trying. But to get something that you never had, you're going to have to do something that you've never done. Do you understand? It's like, it's a hard task, isn't it? It's an hard battle. But if you want to be happy, you're going to have to, crawl through broken glass to get your mindset there where it is alright There's a society's got a big part to play a massive part to play good and bad there's a, an old thing that Albert Einstein did so Albert Einstein was teaching a class and he started writing on the board and he wrote 9 times 1 is 9 9 times 2 is 18 9 times 3 is 27 and he continued 
continued all the way up to 9 times 10 and he wrote 91. All the students started laughing, they made fun of him, because Einstein had made a mistake. Obviously we all know 9 times 10 is 90. But they carried on making fun of him, laughing, joking, crucifying him. He waited patiently, waited everybody to be silent. And he said, despite the fact that I analysed nine problems correctly, nobody praised me for it. But I made one mistake and everybody's laughed. Society will always notice when you make a mistake. Yeah. But it's a part of the fucking process. Making mistakes is part of the process. Society will always see when you make a mistake. Like Einstein did with his class. Made nine correct assumptions or answers, but not a single person gave him any praise or, or, you know, said thank you or well done. But he made one mistake and every single one of his students noticed and they crucified him for it. And that just tells you everything you need to know about how modern society is and sees people. Quite quick to jump on your mistakes. Okay, so if you learn that, you can use that as a strength. Use it as your shield. Use it as your armour. Yes, you're going to make mistakes. Yes, you're going to fuck up. Right, but learn by it. Use it as part of the process. And I'm going to finish on this. And this is something that I um, I reached out to a couple of friends with earlier on today and asked them this. And, and it kind of... I think they wondered where I was going with it. But, you know, once once I got to the end, it's it's the one more day mentality. So just one more day. Give yourself one more day. You having a bad day today? Give yourself one more day. So basically what it is, is if I offered you a million pound in cash, okay? No, there's, there's no stipulations to it or anything. A million pound in cash. I bet nobody could put you in a bad mood. At least for a little while, yeah? You'd be you'd be happy, no matter what was going on. I know money doesn't always buy happiness, but just just bear with me on this. So let's say we raise the stakes and I make it ten million. If I offered you ten million, but you couldn't wake up tomorrow, what would you say to me? I can guarantee every single one of you sat there listening now would tell me to shove that ten million pound as far up my ass as what it would go. So what does that tell you about your personality? That you just waking up tomorrow, nothing else, nothing else, just fucking waking up tomorrow is worth more than anything. Okay, so just give yourself that one more day. No matter what's happening today, no matter what's happening yesterday, the day before, one more day. Just give me one more day. And just think about what we've just spoke about, what you've listened about. And and hopefully some of that resonates with everybody. And I, I hope it helps. So, well, thank you for listening to episode three. Um, it's It's been a quick one. Um, I've had a few technical issues with speakers, microphones, <laughs> and uh, and whatnot. So hopefully it's, it's come across good. And we'll be back for episode four quite soon, where we hopefully will have another guest on and um, talk about other subjects surrounding anxiety and depression. So thanks for listening. Take care, guys. Look after each other. Look after yourself. Well, thank you for listening to A No Place to Hide. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast and I hope to see you for future episodes as well. 
If you do realise that you need somebody to talk to, or you feel like you need to reach out, or even if you just need a bit of advice, please check out www.toughtotalk.com. These guys are running a fantastic men's mental health charity on their website. It's got links to about everything that you could possibly imagine. They've also got places for advice and help. If you need to speak to somebody on the phone, please contact the Samaritans on 116 123. Or alternatively, please contact the NHS 111 option 2. Remember guys, stay safe and we can only break this stigma together.